It finally happened. All right. So we're in we're in the truck the other day. We're driving, and um, something happened. I can't remember exactly what it was, but Stacy was like freaked out about something, like had a pain or something like that. And I looked over and was like checking on her, and and we swerved. Mm-hmm. You know, me and her and Ryder, and it like okay. it wasn't like a crazy, almost died like near death experience. I just kind of hit the side of the road. Like there's a little bit of ice, and like like straightened up. It's all good. It's four wheel drive truck on a back road, no other cars. You know, everything was fine. But uh, like it spur of the moment, like knee jerk reaction, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like mm-hmm. not loud, not you know anything, and you know we're like, "Okay, cool, we're driving." And it wasn't immediate, but a few seconds later, Ryder just from the back seat, like, "Oh shit!" And me and Stacy just looked over, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I she hope you loses said that. it. I hope you no, said no, like, no. Like, I was like, like "I'm not going to compound okay. this situation." <laughs> she loses it. She's like literally crying into the door. She's laughing so hard. And I'm sitting there just like, shut up, shut like trying to hold myself in and just like, because, you know, if he sees us laugh, it like reaffirms it like, oh, I just did something good. Like, I'm going to make mommy and daddy laugh all the time by saying, oh, shit. Like, yeah. And it sucks because we had just had this conversation where it's like, OK, we know we're bad parents. Like, you know, not really, but like, like we suck at censoring ourselves. So, like, we're just going to go with plan B where we're like these are mommy daddy words that only happen every once in a while. You know, it's like, I have to like bust my toe or almost like kill my family in a truck to yeah. like say, you know, to let it slip out. But it's like, okay, plan B. Like we just talked about it the I, other day and now it's like. My suggestion, I'm, I'm no psychologist or anything, but my suggestion is keep it with the whole like, oh, sit. Like, oh, sit. Yes. See, that's, that's what we should like played it off into like a regular word. Like, no, it's pronounced. No, that's, that's. <laughs> That's not my thought process. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Your spawn is learning how to speak just like you. <laughs> Damn it. All right, uh, everyone. Welcome to Beer and Bible. Uh, once again, I'm Neil. I'm going to be the one that uh, tries to know things about some of the stuff in the Bible. I don't know all the stuff, but uh, I try and do some research and have a basic understanding of the biblical text. You are the head researcher. Yep. I'm okay. I'm the research nerd. It's so, That's no, actually, what I do. It's, it's not even head. It's soul researcher because you're dealing with drunk ass over here. Yep. And it does nothing. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm, I'm the high functioning alcoholic. Uh, I'm the one that just drinks beer on the show and tries to annoy slash um, distract Neil. While he's right. doing this. So, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Ah, tonight is a uh, beautiful, beautiful dogfish head Indian brown dark IPA. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's like something between a brown ale with like a little hops in it, so I can still feel good and hipstery. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. You, I like dark beer, but I want to fit in. I like it. Everybody that's says it. the hipster thing. Like it's like it's just good beer. Like I've, I've lived off Coors Light for fucking ten years. Like I'm glad we finally have some like micro shit popping up here in town. Yeah, or in on the East Coast. Period. Cool. So tonight we are jumping into one of the biographies of Jesus. It's going to be a story of Jesus. And Damn it, I'm not ready yet as the official Bible reader. That's right. Hold on, I'm getting yeah. there. I'm getting there. Hold uh, on. Mark 2 is where we're at. And in this story, we have this issue. Where the fuck is Mark? Wait. It, uh, I think it's after Luke. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Matthew, Mark. I no, wait, wait, wait. Before Luke, after Matthew. Don't play with me. You know no, like, what this I, shit is. It took me a second. It's like I, me. You say like Nehemiah, I'm like... Isaiah, like they all sound the same. I'll be honest, I've never except memorized. for Proverbs. Yeah. I always end up in Psalms. Is that in the middle of the Bible? And it's and it's there's like 150 of them. 
It is. So it's easy to jump in. Okay. Cause like, I'll do that. I used to get bored in church and I do a thing where you like kind of shake the Bible and like you just see where it lands. It kept fucking landing in Psalms for yeah. some reason. I don't know if God was trying to tell me to like pay the fuck attention or if it was just. I like the Psalms just. If it's a mathematical yeah. thing, which I guess could still Thanks be God if, if we say he created math or something. Yeah. Did he math? He mathed. Okay. Uh, God mathed hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going back to what we're talking about for six tonight, days, and then he just chilled the fuck out. Yeah, he's like, no homework on on Saturdays, which we are going to be talking about tonight. So we're going to be talking about uh, about Jesus and how there's this idea in Christianity that Jesus kept the law, and the law is actually the first five books of the Bible. Um, rabbis categorize them and down into six hundred thirteen commandments. So there are six hundred thirteen. I'm glad they and, narrowed, the, narrowed those down. Yes, yes, whittled them down for us. And one of uh, so the expectation is that Jesus kept all of these so that when he died upon a cross, he then died for the sins of the world. Yay. And, you know, happy. And then we like see the John 316 verse and all that kind of stuff everywhere. But the, the deal I never watched the passion. Yeah. Uh, the book's Was better. Okay. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I was like, I just had this split second thing where I'm like, there's a fucking book about that. Like. <laughs> You dumbass, and then I'm the dumbass. <laughs> Son of a uh, I heard it was based on a true story, too. These dark IPAs. Just <laughs> shut up and tell the story. So the, the, the Christian standard Christian theology is that Jesus actually performed all 613 perfectly so that when I'm he— I'm still fucking mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, 613 commandments. And Jesus maintained all of those that when he died, he actually died as a perfect sacrifice, and therefore the— uh, Everyone else who then believes in him, or some people think that even if you don't believe in him, that uh, you are okay and that you do not have to keep all of these things, that he has already done it for you, or uh, you are saved. Somehow that plays in the salvation thing, but it all deals with Jesus performing the 613. We are going to be getting into a story today dealing with the Sabbath. The Sabbath is one of the top 10 rules that is uh, there in the, the Ten Commandments. If you're yeah, it's, like, it's like love your mom and dad. Yeah. Don't pee on the family dog while anybody's looking. Yeah. And... Real basic. Keep and, the Sabbath and don't say GD. That Black was like, it's, yeah. That's it's, the one that I always had yeah. trouble with. So there are the top ten. Uh, you can find those in front of courthouses and sometimes even in the front of your Bible. You keep mentioning courthouses. How many times have you been to court? Uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> I'm on a registry. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now everyone's gonna be looking. Like everyone's gonna be like, yeah. is he serious? <laughs> like, like, what was it? How do you spell his last name again? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not in any registry, okay? Like, <laughs> we're all good. Okay, yeah. All right. So, anyways, the top ten commandments. Uh, Jesus, uh, one of them is the the Sabbath. And one of the things that, there are a couple stories in the Bible where Jesus breaks, quote, unquote, breaks the Sabbath. Dun, dun, dun. So, the problem is, if Jesus breaks that, um, how does he get away with it? So, some people say that Jesus, well, Jesus is God or or the son of God, and therefore, because he is Jesus, um, these things don't apply. He gets the allowance to break them. A free pass. Yeah, like a get-out-of-hell-free card. Well, in that case, like, he's also, there's also a commandment about do not commit adultery, and people get married in the name of God. So couldn't Jesus, like, jump out of bed with Peter's wife and be like, Lord of the marriage. It's like that Constantine movie where he gives the devil the finger in the end after he kills himself. Yeah. And then God's like, nah, he's coming with me. And devil's like, that's bullshit. And brings it back to life. Yeah. Like, you don't get a get out of hell free card because yeah. you killed yourself. Yeah. Like, what? what? Hmm. 
that's that's just not in my head with theology that runs into a problem. So that's one thing is that Jesus is above said rule, therefore he can break it. Um, so that other than that, I don't know. Other people say he says we no longer have to do it. We don't have to keep that. So then, like, what other commandments could Jesus have been like? Uh, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> that that that. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> Wait, it? it's like screw you, screw you, screw you. You're cool. Yes, screw you. <laughs> I don't know how he's going through and picking and choosing which commandments he's going to keep and not commit, like keep, commit, commit. Have having, all of them. Yeah, yep, I'm having trouble with the English language. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going to talk about one of these stories. And one of the goals here in Beer Bible is to avoid topics and to focus in on texts. So we're going to take one of these stories about Jesus breaking the Sabbath. And uh, there are a lot of, of stories where Jesus does this. Also, breaking and is in air quotes. You can't see it, but he's doing them. I'm, I'm watching all of them. It helps me. Yes. So sorry, guys. Cool. So we're gonna jump into this. Ma- uh, Mark, not Matthew. Mark. Mark two. two finally found it. Official Bible, Bible, Bible reader, Bible reader every. <laughs> One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as his disciples war- walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. I love how he's like, just one Sabbath, like, like sitting down writing on the Sabbath. I remember this one Sabbath. We were just walking through, like, there were no roads. We are just walking through fields of grain, yeah. and Jesus was picking some heads of grain, so. Just cruising. Like, there, there weren't roads around? What's what's going on? He's just uh, in the middle of the farmer's field? Yeah, I guess so. That there really weren't any, any, like, no trespassing signs. Not, like, here in southwest Virginia where we I have was going to say, you will get shot here. Like, if you're, I can just see, like, okay, so, like, one time. We weren't in a field. Well, we were in a field, but we were not in a grain field or cornfield. We were in a cow pasture, me and um, a friend of ours. And uh, we were looking for mushrooms, not like right. the gourmet mushrooms, but the other kind that you would find in a cow field, possibly under manure. That's what he said. We were, okay, so we were straight up flipping cow patties trying to find hallucinogenic mushrooms. And like the whole time we're sitting there, just waiting for the cow, like just looking for cows. I had a ninja sword because, because we were like, <laughs> okay, broke, dumb kids, and like that's the closest thing we had to a weapon. Like everybody thinks, like we're just in the south, rampant with guns. I'm running around with a fucking ninja sword because it's the only thing I could get my hands on, and it was blunt. It wasn't even sharp. So we're like flipping over cow shit. I didn't have to because I had the sword, and like all of a sudden we hear like this. <laughs> And like stomping, I was like, I know what the fuck that is. That's the bull. And like, all you could see was this outline because we had to do yeah. it at night because it was like, of course, you know, because because in Southwest Virginia, you get shot for like wandering on somebody's property, and got chased out of this pen, this huge field by a bull, and almost died. I ran, even though I had the sword. I wasn't swinging on that bull. That thing was dull as shit, and I couldn't really see like where his head was. <laughs> all right, this wasn't Kill Bill. Yeah, so. Don't go picking shrooms on the Sabbath. <laughs> Don't cow. just yeah. So Jesus is wandering around some dude's property, eating his grain. Yeah, and uh, some people speculate that one of the things that that uh, happened there is that you actually have a gleaning process. So you would have a square field, and then people would harvest in a circular pattern and leave the corners available for the people that are impoverished. So the widows, the orphans, it's kind of like a welfare system um, that where uh-huh. they could come in and, and collect what they needed. Like even though they didn't have the land to like plant it or anything, they still right like it was like a community thing. That's... So maybe Jesus is homeless and poor, and his him and his twelve fishing buddies, and they're like, "Hey, we mm-hmm. need to grab these." So some people speculate that that maybe that's why they were going through it. Um, there weren't any really laws against 
trespassing through somebody's field, so that was all right. But um, they're going through and grabbing these kernels, like just pieces of wheat. That's a good too. Like, who eats that? Like, why would you eat just grain? Like, that's I would be on the verge of starvation before I would just like pick plants up and eat them. Yeah, I'm not really crazy about it. or hallucinogens. Like <laughs> e- either one, you know. I'm way too sober. I've like my mind is working way too normal. <laughs> So you maybe, know what grain tastes like, don't you? I feel like you've eaten grain before. Have you eaten grain before? That seems like a that seems like a whole like a whole food natural food guy kind of thing. I have. I have definitely taken pieces of grain uncooked, like the <laughs> rolled oats, the Irish like rolled oats, and just ancient like, grains. Yeah, I'd like pop those in my mouth. So that was really cool. You're for, weird. Yeah. I don't worry. I stopped. Uh, went gluten free. It's it's a lot easier to pick up vegan girls. Trying to cut back. <laughs> It's easy to pick up hippie chicks when you're like, I'm, I'm, you're great, uh, gluten-free, me too. <laughs> Does this raw grain have gluten in it? Yeah. That's, is it cage-free? Is it cage-free? <laughs> Fuck you, get out of our store. <laughs> uh, see, this is the man telling us to get out of here. And then, <laughs> then I wink at the... Anyways. So... <laughs> this uh, is why we're friends. Yeah, so this is Jesus, and Jesus is grabbing his whole, whole grain grain. Yeah, Jesus is... How hipster of you, Jesus. All right, so he's wandering through the fields eating this raw grain, uh, a cage-free grain. And the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing this unlawful? What, what, uh, uh, look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Okay. that's Yeah, like, yeah. so the Pharisees just watching them. They got the binoculars. Like, was he following him, or was this, like? Well, the Pharisees were a religious political group. So in so America. They're like the police. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't say police necessarily. More like the more morality police. Uh, um, so when, they're a religious political group, and don't jump immediately in your minds to the GOP. It's not like that. Uh, in in the Middle East, it's hard to separate religion from um, from politics, and we've seen where that has worked well and has not worked well um, here in America. Without getting to one way or the other with politics. Uh, one example of this is actually Martin Luther King Jr. He himself was a religious leader and uh, also a political leader. He was a preacher that turned um, towards politics and it infected change here in America. So these are good things. This isn't all bad, but the Pharisees were both religious and political. They were very much involved uh, in all things happening there, and they were a large group, and they are coming over and they are seeing um, Jesus. Now, don't immediately put horns or be like, ah, Pharisees are bad. They're following Jesus around trying to hem him up. That's what no. I thought. I was like, these fuck boys are like, no, they're, they're just another. Tracing behind him, they're like, we're going to catch him. This just helps if you're reading this and you're familiar with who the Pharisees are and you're reading Mark's gospel or his biography, you can recognize, oh, the Pharisees generally think these things. This is what their they're party. They're out to get him. Yeah, this is their. Well, I'm not even sure if they're out to get him. Where's where where's Jesus at in this point? Like, where what's, what's his career? Is he like. Is he an established uh, rab? Would he be a rabbi? Uh, going to be super nerdy right now. <laughs> the term rabbi in the 30s AD had not taken off, so it won't be until the 70s, oh uh, 50s God. or 70s, when the term rabbi takes off. So by the time they ra- write these gospels, yeah. the term rabbi finally becomes cool. So he's just a teacher right now. Yes. Or he's just like a wandering dude. Yeah. So he's, he's nobody a, right in now. In a field. In a field. Um, and so he, he has some followers, and some people are trying to listen to him. What, so what it might be is that the Pharisees, possibly, this is just potentially, they might be coming up and trying to instigate and question and be like, why aren't you doing what we tell you to do? 
Or another way of saying this is that they are just not curious. They're, they're curious they're about curious, it. They're curious, trying like, to be like, so why what, yeah. Why are you eating grain on the yeah, Sabbath? Like, the way I'd like to think of it is if you think about uh, the Democratic Party and Bernie Sanders, in many ways they line up, in other ways they differ. And he might be a little bit more extreme on things, and they want to know, Bernie Sanders, are you with us or against us? Uh, and this, Or if you look at the Republican Party, you might look at the polls. Ron and Rand Paul, then they in, are entered into the... Uh, the Republican primaries, there's that discussion of, okay, we know you're not exactly with us, but there are some things where there's some overlap, hmm. and we're trying to see what you think. And in those debates, you can actually hear um, the Democratic Party versus Bernie Sanders, or you can hear the Republican Party versus the polls. And you can so they may that. or may not be sincerely just trying to see like, what's up? Like, yeah. why? Why are you doing this? What is your reasoning? And, because if you know, they assume that most Jews in that area, most people understand like at least culturally, like what that area thinks of like, what is acceptable? What's not on the Sabbath? Exactly. Why are you doing that? And you're, you're already hitting on that idea that there is this expectation that there are things that they believe are lawful and unlawful. So really the Torah, that is the 10 commandments, the 613 uh, laws, the first five books of the Bible, um, that kind of talks about this idea of the Sabbath and you shall keep it holy. You shall remember it. But as far as figuring out exactly what is lawful and unlawful, how that's supposed to be done, that is up for interpretation. And the Pharisees have interpreted that to understand that, hey, Jesus, when you are picking up grain, that's harvesting, and that is work, and therefore you should not be doing this. So he's seeing the disciples and he's going, hey, what's up with this? We in our community have decided that is incorrect. Or they might already say, they might be, it might be so, and pardon the pun, ingrained in them. <laughs> I'm quitting the show. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do. I, like, <laughs> I'm kidding. Again, all right. It's so ingrained. In so it's so ingrained in them that when when they see Jesus picking grain, they are immediately jumping to, that is 100% breaking the Sabbath. So they're not even thinking about their own rules, but they are jumping immediately to that that commandment and going, that is clearly breaking the Sabbath. Hmm. So Interesting. All right, so let's go for uh, uh, Jesus' response. He answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the day of Abiathar, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. So he went like, so he like turned around and was like, oh, excuse me. So he's just like, yeah. It's like the asshole kid in class used to correct the teacher, like, oh, actually, sir, yes. sir, sir, yeah. this, is, this is the correct answer. <laughs> um, one of the things that I really love about this character of Jesus that shows up in these Gospels, these biographies, uh, is that he continuously talks to the people at their level. So one of the things he says is that he's, he talks about Abiathar, and he, he's like, okay, hey, by the way, do you remember the story? So these people, these Pharisees, are really in, into knowing their Bible. They know it front to back, no problem. They know exactly what's going on. And so he goes, hey, do you remember the story? Well, duh, the reason, of course they remember it. Like, they, yeah. they have to know this stuff. And he uses the term Abiathar. But if you look in the original uh, story, it actually says Ahimelech the, is the priest at the time. That's the one that he's talking to. What Jesus is doing, he's actually referencing Abiathar, the head priest of that time. Huh. So he's like going so deeper. So he's going like scholarly with them. Yeah. Like they're like, this motherfucker's got a master's and like. Like they think like he's like, he's some redneck from Galilee. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because like northern Israel's kind of redneck. Anyways, <laughs> in their minds at the time. So they're like, man, maybe. They uh, thought they were going to run up on this dude. Yeah. Man. 
And then he just rolls out and he's like, remember when Abiathar was a priest? Like, oh, shoot. He, he knows his stuff. Son of a bitch. Yeah, so, but it might just be like he, he's uh, engaging with them in a language that they understand. So he starts talking to them and he says, hey, do you remember this story when David was running? So David was on the lamb. He's running away from Saul. Saul was the king at the time. But then David had also been anointed king. And apparently people like the like current kings don't like the idea of this a is next like, king. Like where, where are we talking time relation? Is this like... A few weeks ago, is this, this like current time or is this like back in the day? Roughly like, a thousand years earlier. So like first 90% of the Bible, like that Old yes. Testament shit. The Old Testament, also known as the Tanakh, so or as the Jewish people call it, the Bible. It takes up so it's so much. It's like you got a little bit of, it's, you know, I, God, it keeps coming on. It's like all this Old Testament with a little Jesus sprinkled at the end. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so back into that that big amount of the Bible uh, David has been anointed king, and, or, and he's actually, but he's like not officially king. There's already a king on the throne. Like he's like, you're going to be the king when the other king goes away. So he's like, he's like in the hole. He's being held there. Um, but then obviously Saul kind of likes being king and doesn't know what to expect. Would like to continue passing on to his own family. Not a huge fan of David. Not a fan of like somebody else is going to be king. So this is more like Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, like, yeah. it's that it keeps coming back to that. So I think there was some source material used. For that HBO show. I thought you were going to go the other way. Like, I think God definitely was a fan of Game of Thrones. <laughs> He's pulling a little. He knew it was coming. He's like, I'm going to put this out there. Yeah. Everybody wants to use it other than Mel Gibson. <laughs> so <laughs> David is running from Saul, and he goes up to the, the not, like, I was about to say temple, but it's not a temple. It's a tent. A tentle? Uh, it's like, okay. So Explain it's, yourself. Uh, so in a lot of religions, there is a temple. Uh, if you look at a lot of the, um, it's huge, elaborate, yeah. has gold, probably like spikes raining down. from. The... <laughs> yes. Except in this case, it's not that way at all. Instead, w- instead of having like a marble place of worship and like a, a statue of Zeus or anything like that, instead it's a tent with a box. Um, and huh. in the very center and like the most center of all tents, there is a box and that's the one that, uh, Harrison Ford finds. And like in uh, him, Empire Strikes Back, yeah, him and the Nazis. <laughs> no uh, one's gonna know what we're talking about. All right, there Raiders, may be a couple. That's Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So there's and uh, nobody's ever gonna get <laughs> movie references. Yeah. Um. So sitting on supposedly sitting on this box is the presence of God, and that is contained within this tent. Um. And it is the the Hebrew people's temple. And so David comes up and he says he comes up the priest. And the pre and he's like, "Hey, um, we are starving. We don't have anything to eat, and we're super hungry. Is there anything you have?" And the priest's like, "Ah, all we got is this uh, this bread. It's just sitting here, like right in the inner. I don't know what I'm just. What gonna do. I was just going with New York. I <laughs> like... go with that. I'm gonna go with the New York. He's Boston, New York. I'm gonna butcher this accent, but I've already committed." So that's it. So we got the, this bread, you know, it's, it's, that's sitting there right there on the table. And uh, it's only there for the, for the priest. And it's, you can't have any because it's for the priest only. It's like this special blessed bread. Like a like a golden, like covered in gold flake. Like we just, like, me and Stacey have been watching fucking 2 Chains. He's got this show called Most Expensivist. It is the shit. We're so obsessed with it. And um, he eats a gold donut. It's like the most expensive donut. And it's like like champagne inside Ooh. of it. It's like some kind of processed champagne and like they put gold flake on the ex- outside. Like I feel like it would taste like shit, but still it's there. So like if you eat it, you're just like, like I just fucking ate the gold donut. Like, yeah, 
Also, 2 chains. if you ever become a fan of the show, I want to meet you and hang out with you. We could do some beer. We could do some Bible, some fucking gold donuts. That sounds good. Let's do this. All right. So, so the gold donut chains. in the tabernacle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the in this like the consecrated nut. Yeah. In the the temple is like this this golden donut. It's actually unleavened bread, but never mind. So golden donut in there. <laughs> David shows up and he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm on a mission from the king," which is a huge lie. I'm not supporting any lying to any priests, but. He lied to his priest, and then the priest was like, "Ah, all we got is this." And then, and then he was like, "Well, shoot, uh, we're you know we're really hungry." And the priest goes, "Okay, well, um, all right, here I'll make a deal with you. If you just go ahead, you can have the donut as long as you haven't slept with any woman. You haven't laid with any women, have you?" And he's like, "No." It's like thinking to himself, "It's like it got really cold, and we like did this group huddle and had to get naked for body warmth, but they weren't." Women. So yeah, you it was all bro. We were just broing. I think the actual translation actually just says you haven't like been with any ladies. So well, now that we got that out of the way, give me that fucking donut. Yeah. And so then the the priest is like, all right, well here you go. And so you have David who's in a desperate situation that needed food, and then the priest was giving him something that is specifically in the Bible, in the Torah part, like the six hundred thirteen commandments, like do not do this thing. That's specifically only for the priest. And the priest's deal was essentially, um, you know. How about you do this one little thing and we'll we'll count you as like I don't know maybe maybe he was trying to count him as as like a temporary priest for a, for a day or something and like when you give a kid pilot you wings. look important sure have yeah. some of this bread so you haven't slept with the girls have you <laughs> we we haven't in years right? <laughs> <laughs> make it sure no right. <laughs> no nope, nope. all right well guys he's guys he's one of us don't worry about it let him have the bread yeah. So he takes the bread and he eats that. And so Jesus is coming back around. And he's like, hey, well, what about this story where here's something that they're not supposed to be doing, yet they're doing it in this situation? So This son of a bitch! Yeah, so <laughs> Jesus throws it back at them. Uh, and then he, uh, then he ends with this final phrase. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. That was exactly the final <laughs> phrase of, of what Jesus Quit said. Quit pointing at the Bible. I know what to do with this thing. I'm going to read it, okay? <laughs> okay, right. I just got to get back to the page. I lost it. Then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Okay. The Lord of the Sabbath. Not like Lord of the he Dance. He starts dancing. Yes, that's exactly what I fucking thought. Damn it. Like the only images I have in my head right now are like Black Sabbath and then now dancing Jesus in the like middle of this Black grain Sabbath. field. And like, yeah, all of his, oh, that would be crazy. Lord of the, like he's doing the dance. The Irish dance like, and... Like fairies wear boots is like blaring on the fucking grain monitors <laughs> behind. The, I don't know where the I noise like would come from. Like, God would the trumpets would come down. I like how this is turning into a festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tent city, right? Like yeah. they're near the tabernacle. Like where's that music coming from? It's fucking home. oh no, that's the tabernacle. We thought it was we, the slums. <laughs> I like how now we put God living in slum. Like the the Hebrew Lord, He's a man of the people. Yeah, that's a man. That's a relatable <laughs> deity. It's not like Zeus sitting up on the mountain fucking everybody just, with thunderbolts. <laughs> I can just imagine everyone else looking at like. So, uh, what about the Hebrew god? Oh, you mean the slum lord? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jesus' response is he kind of has this this phrase of uh, the Sabbath's made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So uh, the idea there would be that you are to kind of um, live by the law, not die by the law, maybe. This interpretation that's um, now the Sabbath is still it's like the the top ten. He's not saying that uh, he's not saying it's anything like less. Like oh no, no. He, he's interpreting it 
um, with this idea that the Sabbath should be kept, but it is kept in accordance for um, for mankind. Uh, then he actually says um, that the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. So now we have this this question here: is that um, once again we said if Jesus says, "Well, I'm Son of Man," I'm, or "I'm Lord of the uh, of the marriage bed," and he jumps out of out of bed with Peter's wife, then okay, you can't really do that. But um, sorry, let me back up real quick. Son, we're throwing this term "Son of Man" as Lord of the Sabbath. You probably explain that. So, son of man, I, that would be me. Like I'm like, yeah. There's plenty of us motherfuckers running around. Yeah. Son of man. So there are two interpretations. One is in Daniel <laughs> chapter seven. It talks about this very special, the son of man, like very uh, special expected person. So some people think that's referring to Jesus. That Jesus is being like, I'm Lord of the Sabbath. I get to make the decisions. And then other people see it as um, uh, as a lowly thing that I'm not a god. I'm not even a man. I'm a son of a man, as you said. And in that case, that even the lowest of the of people are lord uh, or uh, over the Sabbath, that they are making the decisions. Um, again, the Sabbath in the in the Old Testament really just talks about remembering and keeping. You get some crazy stories about, like, don't ever do this. Like, one guy went and picked up sticks on the Sabbath, and God was like, go stone him. So there's stuff like that. That guy probably sucked anyway. <laughs> yeah, God was just looking for a reason to smite that's, him. That's probably Daniel. They're like yeah. His name doesn't really fit in the whole bible thing he made it in anyway yeah so that there's this question to it all that um you know what what is what what is the interpretation here um there is a lot of of speculation i'm not here to tell you yeah it's definitely this way or or not this way one of the things that you see the pattern is these guys are eating grain it's not exactly the most delicious thing they're not making bread so it might be that they were just really really hungry and that would explain that when a person is in need, in that whole story where he's using the illustration of David being a person in need, that at times uh, taking in order to keep the Sabbath, it's actually meeting the person's need at that time. Uh, and that might be me trying to in, in overinterpret it, but I'm trying to put all this historical context all in one fluid idea that uh, the Jewish people are coming up saying, we keep the Sabbath, this is how we do it. And Jesus is coming through saying, hey, here's a different way of doing it, that the Sabbath uh, was not made for, uh, sorry, man was not made for the Sabbath, that is, he is controlled by it, and the Sabbath is made made for man. Um, oh, I don't think we've actually even mentioned what Sabbath is. Oh, the, the band. The, yeah. it was, before it was Black Sabbath, it was just Sabbath. All right, for anyone that's listening still and <laughs> has been super confused this whole thing, so the Sabbath is this day of rest that, Je- that Jesus, uh, that God had worked for six days, and then he took a break on the seventh day. So then Christians celebrate this on Sunday. Uh, Jewish people generally celebrate this on Sunday, sunset Friday to sunset Saturday. That is their 24, actually 25-hour period because they wait an hour after I sunset. like that because it means I wouldn't have to do shit. I could just rest. Yes. For a 24-hour period. Yes. So highly recommend you take that, and whenever your boss calls you in, use that as a religious excuse and be like, Ooh. I can't do this. So that's my suggestion of how to use this. Sorry, way off. Coming back to it. So we forgot Sabbath, that little nugget. Like most important thing, we're talking about the Sabbath. Nobody yeah, knows what it everybody's is. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, the band." All right, because that one idiot keeps saying it's the band. Yeah, the Son of Man keeps Black Sabbath like albums. <laughs> Didn't y'all under- know that's where it <laughs> came from? Jesus has tons of Black Sabbath albums. He keeps. That's what they used to call the, the devil in the Old Testament. Yeah. All right, we are way <laughs> off. Um, so once again. Why are, why am I looking into this? Why do why I think is this important? Yeah. Why does this matter? I think for me, when I come to the Bible and I see inconsistencies, 
uh, I'd like to look into it and explore a little bit further. Because again, if you're going to sit here and say Jesus kept all of the commandments, but then one of the top ten, nope, not so much. Or he gets he gets the get out of hell free card on that one, or that he has disbanded it. That's interesting that you get to pick and choose which ones you get to keep. And then when you're like, oh, I, I kept them all, every single one of them. Well, what about this one? Oh, that one doesn't matter. Yeah, like that that seems like a cop out to me. So looking at this, it doesn't seem that Jesus is um, breaking the Sabbath quote-unquote, he is not keeping it in accordance with the general population of the area and what they expect of him, but he is actually taking that concept and re-explaining it. Uh, And again, there's different interpretations. So one might be that even the lowest person is Lord of the Sabbath or that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. But overall, we can definitely still hold on to that phrase that Jesus is passing on to his disciples. Um, That is uh, the, the religious community that will decide to follow this particular uh, rabbi, this one particular religious leader, they are going to remember this idea of, okay, when it comes to this idea of the Sabbath, it's not made, it's not that we were made to serve it, but the Sabbath was made for us so that we can enjoy it. Uh, what would help these disciples in enjoying it is is grabbing grain, and essentially, there's a lot more complexities to this. I could go on for way longer in this podcast <laughs> about kind of that measurement of, of it, and this is not the only time that Jesus talks about the Sabbath. So if you take this one podcast and you're like, I finally understand everything that's been said about the Sabbath and what Jesus does and like explain it, you know. You need to keep listening. Yeah, yeah this is just <laughs> one thing. So so that's a good thing to take away from it. Yeah. So just basically, I'm, I just don't let God off the hook. When I see stuff like that, I'm like, that seems the whole Jesus, Jesus gets away with this free Sabbath thing. Like, I'm not cool with that. So... Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Yep. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love you all. See ya.